It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abareya. Thank you so much for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and of course, checking out the website that started it all, WorldSoccerTalk.com. Ryan Katniss is going to be with us, Ryan, of Howler Magazine, and you may have read some of his work on that website I just told you about, WorldSoccerTalk.com. We're going to talk all about Manchester City, Man City taking on Sevilla in the Champions League tomorrow, and we'll talk about some interesting stories going on with Manchester City fans and also Manchester City attendance at the Etihad and Champions League attendance numbers being lower than games in the FA Cup, games in the League Cup, games obviously in the Premier League. Why is that? Why are Man City fans not flocking to these Champions League matches. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more relating to Manchester City with Ryan Katniss. If you haven't seen the save that Batmanuel Neuer made against Theo Walcott in the Arsenal-Bayern Munich Champions League match today, check it out. That's all I'm going to tell you. Get on it. Check it out. It's everywhere already. It has already gone viral. It's been seen by perhaps a billion people He spread his wings and truly took flight and gave the world one of the greatest goalkeeper saves that we have ever seen. It was one of the most fantastic saves I've ever seen. So I don't want to overstate anything, but it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Okay, do it for yourself. Check it out. Manuel Neuer with yet another piece of highlight reel material. The Bayern fans talk about Champions League attendance. The Bayern fans in the away section at the Emirates with a big protest over high ticket prices and with a big banner reading that football is not worth a penny without the fans. Well, I loved the Arsenal fans once the protest was over, getting up and applauding, standing and looking at the Bayern supporters and applauding their protest of high ticket prices and how money is ruining the game that we love so much. And the Arsenal fans got up and applauded the effort from the Bayern fans. They got up and applauded out of their... 200-pound tickets that they paid for. (laughs) I read a story today, by the way. Caleb Porter got a call from Jurgen Klinsmann's people about everybody's favorite Darlington getting into the U.S. men's national team fold. 
Well, Nagby, I think, is going to play for the U.S. men's national team, but I got excited. Whenever I see Caleb Porter and U.S. men's national team in the same sentence, I just think maybe, just maybe, you know where I'm going. I'm a sick man. Caleb Porter for U.S. men's national team manager. We're back after this. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Geico applauds your inner park ranger. Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. Geico also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These Geico agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes National Forest synonymous with happy place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of woodpeckers are ready to be identified. Geico for your RV. See how much you could save. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. It's the Yellow Tag Event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can-Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can-Am Spider, or carving snow on a Ski-Doo snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute. The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich? Yeah, me too. I'll have a croissant sandwich. So one says croissant sandwich and one says croissant sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Don't you guys know it's croissant sandwich? And they're just two for four dollars. Okay, weirdo. Can we drive up now? Piled high with thick cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two Chris Sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just four dollars. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. But I'm now the president of everybody. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Get involved in the Twitter game. Get a hold of me at NateWST, the love mail and the hate mail that you are oh so good at sending again at Nate 
WST and at World Soccer Talk to get a hold of all of us at Sports Byline USA for updates on this show and the rest underneath that fantastic Sports Byline umbrella. Ryan Katniss of Howler and World Soccer Talk is with us. Ryan, welcome to the show, sir. Wow, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. So let's talk about your beloved Manchester City, first of all. And actually, let's talk specifically about Manchester City fans who, as you were discussing uh, earlier this morning, don't seem to want to go to Champions League matches all too much. Share what's going on with with Manchester City Champions League attendance and and why you think the numbers are down. Yeah, so... this kind of came up um, a couple times in the past couple days, and um, as I, I don't know, if, um, Manchester City has recently opened up a new stand uh, in their stadium for this season, and each league game has been a knockout sellout. Not even, you know, way before game time, and even a lot of these cup games, FA Cup and uh, Capital One Cup, they're selling out pretty easily. Um, and you'd think that the Champions League would kind of be the, I guess, biggest headline or, you know, the biggest draw for crowds. Um, and once again, it looks like there won't be a sellout tomorrow. Um, there's kind of always been a running joke about the empty hat and, you know, uh, City fans not, not showing up to games. But um, it, it's really untrue for the most part, except for Champions League. Uh, games and there's a few reasons for that. Uh, one, I think there's kind of a an economic factor. Um, Manchester City fans historically have been a, a little more working class uh, fan base, and as the team goes deeper with cup runs and adding Champions League games and you know having more important league games, you know those types of things add up um, for a fan base that's still growing. But then there's this other aspect of it that it's frustration with the players. It's frustration with uh, the the refs, who a lot of fans think City have gotten a raw deal from. And there's kind of the perpetual City, you know, getting in a tough group. There's just a lot of frustration, I think, in the fan base about the Champions League, about how the team handles it. And I think, you know, partly that's because of their lack of success. I think it's just a frustration more than anything else. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, if Manchester City does make a deep run, if those attendance figures start to go up. But, but yeah, it's looking like the first uh, first non-sellout home game will be a Champions League game, which is uh, kind of backwards. Well, Ryan, we, we saw the pro we saw the protest today from from the Bayern Munich away supporters at Arsenal all about uh, rising ticket prices within the Champions League. How much does that have to do with it? Because you talk about games in in the League Cup, games in 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 the FA early round FA Cup matches against against lower division opponents being sellouts all the time, and, and the working class city supporters being all about those games like they're they're being played in in the 1950s. What is it about the modern Champions League that, that drives these fans away? Is there, is there some, some politics to it, some social aspects to it, and, and some simple numbers in regards to outrageous ticket prices, specifically with the UEFA Champions League, Ryan? 
Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot to do with, uh, you know, a lot to say for that. I mean, like you said, the Byron fans kind of protested today. They showed up. I guess they stayed outside uh, for the first five minutes, I guess, uh, with just some protest signs. And I think there is something to say for that, for the Manchester City fans. Like I said, it's been a more blue-collar fan base than Manchester United in the past, for example, in the same city. Um, so I think there's a part of that. Like I said, I think just the number of tickets, um, that you have to buy now because they're in so many more competitions and going so much deeper in them. I mean, that adds up. There's, there's no question about that. And I think, you know, I think Manchester City, you know, they have one of the higher single-game uh, ticket prices in the league these days. Some of their season ticket prices are actually quite low um, compared to kind of their competition in the league. But, I think there's right, and I think they've actually got the the most affordable season ticket actually for for the Premier League of any club in the league. Am I am I wrong? They they do, but um, that that that's kind of what they like to promote. I, I will say that that is kind of a small portion. That's not the average of their season ticket prices. That's like a you know the cheapest seats in the stadium are the cheapest season tickets in the league, and that there's a lot to be commended for for that but even on a, on a single game scale um, if you're not on the season card scheme um, it is one of the more uh, expensive tickets in the league so I think there's definitely something to say for that and then like I said I mean you shell out all these all this money and you go and watch a game that you know your team is still clearly struggling to get a hold of even this year um, against Juventus and um, I think it is officiated, the Champions League, in a much different way. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, or the Premier League is wrong or right, but the Manchester City fans, I think, you know, you, you don't want to pay all this money to go and watch kind of a frustrating spectacle. So I think there's a lot to be said for the ticket prices, and then on top of that, kind of their frustrating performances in the past that kind of left fans thinking, why am I showing out all this money to go do this? So, well, it, Ryan, it, I want to talk bad. with you about the Sevilla match itself uh, in, in the next segment. But closing this one out here, I want to go back to, to what you touched on with the working class supporters. And you see owners in, in soccer and specifically in Britain sometimes trying too hard uh, to be connected with the grit and the, and the working class and, and show that, yeah, you know, I, I might be a millionaire, but I'm, I'm really just, just one of the people. And oftentimes you, you see it in, in kind of a fake over the top way. Uh, Mike Ashley definitely uh, comes to mind up in Newcastle. There's a number of other examples that we could go sure. to. Then you have owners that have no interest in showing their, their true connection with the working class, showing their true connection with the historic working class grit of a city. And, and there's a lot of people that feel that with Manchester City. There's a massive disconnect between owners and supporters. How, how do you feel about that? Because I, I've met many Man City supporters who say, I'm, I'm happy with the disconnect as long as we keep winning titles and they keep shelling the amount of money that they're, they're putting into this team. They keep <laughs> doing that. Hey, I'm fine with a bit of a cultural disconnect. And then I've met plenty of other Manchester City supporters who, who do not feel that way and feel that the, the disconnect between billionaire owners from, from outside of Great Britain actually, you know, hinders the advancement of, of Manchester City as a club. Where do you stand in, in this conversation? Uh, I think that last point's a little too far. I mean, I think you're going to have a lot of people who have supported this team for a long time um, who 
maybe are a little reluctant to change. Uh, but, you know, I think for the most part, city's ownership has actually handled it, it pretty well. Um, they've, kept a, they've kept around a lot of, like, the characters, um, like the, the kit man, uh, Chappie, is like a club legend, and they've kept him around. And even now he's, like, on their website all the time. And, you know, they, they've kept a lot of the smaller, I guess, more colloquial things that usually um, people... Uh, associated with Manchester City, and I think a lot of the fan base at this point is is not changed too much. I, I think they've done a, a good job of um, kind of keeping it separate. They're not there for every game, but they do show up sometimes. I think they've struck a pretty good balance of kind of uh, supporting the team, but also kind of being a little more hands-off and, and letting smart people run it, you know, you don't see Sheik Mansoor making transfer demands, at least not publicly. <laughs> you know, they brought in the two guys that kind of built the current Barcelona uh, to, to, to do that. So I think they've made some smart moves to kind of make it run a little more like a smarter business. Um, I guess that's a, kind of a taboo word for a soccer team that people kind of see as more than a business. But I think they've done a good job of growing it. Um, I mean, after all, they have this massive new academy and, and grounds and, and all that. But also, they, they've, they've at least made a conscious effort to maintain some of the character and some of the things that brought people to Manchester City in the first place. And I think that's evidenced most recently um, by their opening up a new uh, badge competition. They're opening up to see if fans want to revert back to the old traditional uh, Manchester City seal and stuff like that. So I, I think they've done a good job of kind of being hands-off and kind of keeping the traditions alive. But, I mean, I think with anything, you're going to have some more traditional people who are kind of reluctant to that change. Ryan Catanese of Howler Magazine and WorldSoccerTalk.com here with us on World Soccer Talk Radio. Talking about the Manchester City Sevilla Champions League clash on the other side of this break. World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet. And on your computer. Get the app. Get the games. And get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime. Anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. It's the Yellow Tag Event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can-Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can-Am Spider, or carving snow on a Ski-Doo snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute. The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich? Yeah, me too. I'll have a croissant sandwich. So one says croissant sandwich and one says croissant sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Don't you guys know it's croissant sandwich? And they're just two for $4. Okay, weirdo. Can we drive up now? 
piled high with thick-cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Geico applauds your inner park ranger. Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. Geico also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These Geico agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes National Forest synonymous with happy place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of woodpeckers are ready to be identified. Geico for your RV. See how much you could save. Listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. This man is absolute magic that belongs in a different galaxy altogether. Ray Hudson clearly talking about Ryan Catanese of Howler Magazine and WorldSoccerTalk.com. My name is Nate Abarea, back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. Let's talk about the actual match at hand. We, we've talked about all sorts of other stuff involving Manchester City and ticket prices and attendance at the Etihad, owners and connections with working class fans. Let's talk about some actual soccer. Biggest keys to winning this match, Ryan, for Manchester City against Sevilla, the, the match day three in the Champions League with City sitting in third in uh, in that group with Juve, Sevilla and uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach down in fourth place. Uh, well, let me start, I guess, by saying that, I mean, Manchester City really should be looking to win this game. Uh, Sevilla has had a bumpy start to the season. This is a home game. After the kind of disappointing Juve result, I think uh, Manchester City fans should definitely be expecting their team to at least, you know, I think it would be disappointing if they didn't come out with, with three points from this game. Obviously, there's some big misses. I think our, our two best attackers, Sergio Aguero and uh, David Silva, are both going to be missing for the game. Um, so those are two major holes to fill. I think it's going to be, I think, one crucial aspect here is the play of Wilfred Boney. Um, he has had a decent time of all-around play, but it was really struggled to find the net in this time with Manchester City. Um, so I think his performance is going to be uh, crucial. Um, Kevin De Bruyne has been... Unbelievable, really, since he since he started playing, um, really kind of covered up some some cracks in our attack so far this season. So if he gets on the ball a good bit, I think that's what Manchester City fans will be hoping for. 
Um, and then, you know, I think the, the biggest difference between Manchester City and their opponents in the Champions League over the past several years, um, and that comes through again in the Juve match this year, they, they got to take their chances and they have to um, be tactically smart in the back um, against Juventus. It was a pretty even game overall. I think Manchester City created a couple more chances, but Juventus took their chances and they were much more clinical in front of goal. And especially Raheem Sterling in that Juventus game missed two pretty huge opportunities. So I think they've been able to cover for that in the league because they're just blowing some teams away. Um, but in the Champions League, when you know the competition's a little more tight, you got to take the chances that come. And I think Juventus, the Juventus game is just the perfect example of City's kind of Champions League uh, performance for the past few years. It was like pretty, oh, pretty even, pretty even. Um, miss a couple big chances and then get a couple backbreakers late in the second half. It was. It was almost predictable what was going to happen. Um, so I, I think Wolf, I think Wilfred Boney is going to be the key, though. He's he's got to, I mean, Sergio Aguero leaves some big shoes to fill, and Boney's had a kind of tough go of it in this kind of first calendar year almost of his Manchester City tenure. And there's a few extenuating circumstances. We found out recently that he contracted malaria over the summer, so he had a kind of tough start to the season, a couple injury bugs. So. He seems healthy. Uh, he had a pretty good game the last game uh, all around, um, but that's Bournemouth, and that's a, that's a slightly different opponent than Sevilla. So I, I think he's going to be key, but I think Manchester City, especially like you said, they're in third place right now. This is an important game. They're going to have to come out with three points here. Ryan, I want to ask you about something. We'll, we'll get back to, to the Sevilla-Man City clash here in a second, but you touch on the Juve match, and, and Juve are, are two wins out of two in the Champions League after starting terribly for, for their high standards in the Serie A. You have Manchester City, who are, are the exact flip-flop, where they are, are flying high in the league. I, I mean, I, I guess, actually, they're, they're not doing terrible in the Champions League. One, one win, one loss, but historically re- recent history wise the struggles in european competition as they're soaring in in uh, in in their domestic competition in the premier league talk about that a little bit the juxtaposition between juve's story and manchester city and, and why you think that may be uh, where, where you have a team like juve who's who, who was struggling in in their league and then they come out like gangbusters in the champions league and then you have man city who are flying high in the Premier League, top of the table, and, and struggling in Europe. Sure. I, I think, like, like I was saying in, in our first segment, that the Champions League, playing in the Champions League and playing in the Premier League are just, I think they're more different than playing in the Serie A is to playing in the Champions League, if that makes any sense. So Premier League is very physical, and you know Manchester City has a lot of speed and sterling and novice, and they can kind of just blow teams away. Um, because they're just on several levels above. Um, but when they come up against a team that's more equal to them, and I think Juve is a good example because they just had a little more um, tactical astuteness, a little more discipline. And, and I think what I noticed the most from that game is, you know, the Juve players played better than what their team sheet said. And Manchester City didn't do that. The, the Juventus team played 
together and became more than the sum of their parts, to use a cliche. Um, I, I think there's just a little more tactical savviness that's required to, to really excel in the Champions League. And I think that's there's no better evidence than David Silva. I think over the past five years, he has been a class above anyone else in the Premier League when it comes to creating chances. And if you watch him in the Champions League, and, and Yaya Torre as well, it's just a little more difficult for them and for a team that runs everything through those two players a decent amount. It's a little tougher when they're not creating a bunch of chances. And, and then when they do create a chance, they just haven't been that clinical in front of goal. And, that, and like I was saying, I think – you know, in the Premier League, you can get away with that because they're just so much better. And Silva will make another chance sometime in the next couple minutes if you miss one chance. But in the Champions League, you only get a couple per game. And I think just more than anything, there's a clinicalness in front of goal that, that the European teams have had that City haven't had. And just really um, just tactically better. I think they've just always... You know, uh, last year when Barcelona played Manchester City, um, you know, Manchester City went in with two players in the midfield. And Yaya Torre isn't exactly known for his defensive prowess. And if you go in there with one-and-a-half defenders in your midfield, basically, against Barcelona, they're just going to run you over. So I think there's just a, a tactical gap that has kind of widened over the past few years and I think now this year I think Manchester City fans expect the team that you know I think they have the pieces now to be better and I think they're expecting more and and rightfully so Um, I think tomorrow uh, Sevilla has had a tough start to the season and I think Manchester City will go out and just try to blow them away Um, but I would be pretty thrilled to see you know, maybe in the game against Juventus uh, later in the group to come out with three in the midfield, Fernando, Fernandinho, Yaya, or Fabian Delph, if he finally gets healthy. I, I think, you know, we have the players now to, to make these tactical adjustments. Now we just have to do it. Ryan, 90 seconds before we've got to head to another break here, and i got to ask you real quick about El Grande de Andalusia, Los Rojiblancos, the Europa League specialist-turned-Champions League killers. Sevilla in second place in the group right now. You talk about how Manchester City needs to come into this game in, uh, in the 90 seconds before we've got to head to break here. How do you think Sevilla is going to come into this thing tactically tomorrow? Uh, well, I think the coach said today that, that, that a draw would be a good result for them, so I wouldn't be too shocked to see them a little more compact. But I also don't think that's a bad strategy to win either. I think um, Napoli a couple years ago, uh, Dortmund uh, the season after that, you know, I think the, the MO to stop City and to beat City is to really pack the defense, play a conservative game, and then really spring the counterattack. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them a little more uh, – reserved and defensive and then try to get somebody like Canoplianca or, or someone with speed to kind of hit him on the break. Ryan Katniss of Howler Magazine and WorldSoccerTalk.com here with us on World Soccer Talk Radio. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about the Premier League and Manchester City's biggest challengers this year. You know, those clubs like Arsenal, Manchester United, 
Crystal Palace and maybe Chelsea, you know, all of those giants of the English game. And we'll talk a little bit about what's going on at Howler Magazine these days, a publication that you should definitely check out. Ryan Catanese and yours truly, Nate Abarea, right here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. It's the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back after this. When you cough all day, you forget what a miracle coughing is. Your cough soars out of your mouth at 50 miles an hour. Your cough is faster than a greyhound and nearly twice as fast as the fastest man on earth. So when your husband spends all night coughing, remember what an amazing world you live in. Or else... Try Robitussin 12-Hour. It soothes and delivers fast, powerful cough relief for up to 12 hours. New Robitussin 12-Hour, because it's never just a cough. Use as directed. It's the Yellow Tag Event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can-Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can-Am Spider, or carving snow on a Ski-Doo snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute. The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese for sandwich? Yeah, me too. I'll have a croissant. So one says croissant and one says croissant Yeah. Yeah. Don't you guys know it's croissant and they're just two for four dollars. Okay, weirdo. Can we drive up now? Piled high with thick cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two Chris Sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just four dollars. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. Hey, sports fans, it's time to take football to a whole new level. Put the excitement back in the game and put your money where your mouth is. Real Vegas odds and incredible player props make MyBookie your best bet this season. Did the game already go off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie offers in-game live betting on all your favorite sporting events. Create your account today. Right now, the baseball playoffs are in full swing. Don't just watch the game. Be a part of it. It's time to get off the sidelines and start winning today. We guarantee fast conversion. Convenient payouts over the phone or online. You can even get your payout right back to your card. MyBookie is the best website for all your wagering needs. Call now at 844-900-BETS. Enter promo code USA and receive a 100% bonus. That's 844-900-2387. Or go online to MyBookie.lv to open an account and start winning today. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nate Abarea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. How'd you like to play football against the Germans? 
Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am Nate Abarea. Tweet me at NateWST again, at NateWST with all of your soccer love and Twitter hate. Get at me. Get at all of us at World Soccer Talk as well. Ryan Katniss of Howler Magazine and WorldSoccerTalk.com here with us talking all about Manchester City in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio and we, we've discussed the Champions League affair coming up with Sevilla quite a bit. I want to head back to the Premier League and, and talk about the biggest challengers for Manchester City this season. A team that not a lot of people were actually picking for the title. Uh, a lot of people had had this pegged as Arsenal's year. I'm, I'm one of those people. A lot of people looked at, at the rise of uh, the, the resurgence of Manchester United. A lot of people had Chelsea repeating easily as Premier League champions. It was actually kind of funny how, how few people were out there and, and outspoken about picking Manchester City to win the Premier League title. Well, there they are, 21 points after nine matches, two above Arsenal, who are in second place. So I first want to look at the Gunners, Ryan, as as right now, what you'd have to call the the biggest challengers, Manchester United, right there, and we'll get to them get to them next. But but let's start uh, with with Arsenal. What do you think the biggest factors in City holding off Arsenal uh, will be here in this Premier League campaign? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I think that if we're talking about the biggest competition for Manchester City uh, for for this season. You'd have to say Arsenal. I think a lot of people uh, pointed at the addition of Petr Cech um, as kind of like a, a, a ground, you know, the moment that Arsenal turned the corner. And I'm not sure I really buy into that. I think a lot of, uh, you know, keep goalkeepers really, um, I mean, I think he's a, an upgrade over Espina, no doubt. But I really don't think that a better goalkeeper really makes a huge difference to your team. Um but that said, I mean, it, it is an upgrade. I think what they need to do is just figure out what they're doing up top. I think Theo Walcott has started the season off pretty well. Um, Olivier Giroud and maybe the most polarizing player in the Premier League um, amongst his own fan base. So I think they're set in a lot of different ways. I mean, obviously injuries and uh, health has a lot to do with it. But, it, you know, if they can keep Alexis going and Ozil's, kind of looking like Ozil again, um, I think that they're right up there. I think the kind of advanced stats show that they're kind of right behind Manchester City in kind of expected goals, you know, kind of how they're playing and the chances that they're creating. And they're just a little bit less uh, clinical in front of goals so far uh, in the season. Um, but I think even the, the advanced stats show it's kind of a two-horse race as, as of right now. There is a third horse that would like to be part of that race and might, you know, kick a, kick a leg or two and claim that they are part of this race. I speak, of course, of that Red Devil horse. What do you see from Manchester United as far as their ability to compete for the Premier League title this year? And again, tying it back to Manchester City of, of the biggest things that, that Manchester City can do in, in head-to-head matches in, in the Manchester Derby and, and ways to really knock Manchester United down a peg. How are you feeling about the Red Devils title chances this year? Yeah, well, there's a there's a pretty big one coming up this this upcoming weekend. The Manchester Derby is coming up this weekend, so that's a, that's a big, obviously, game in this title race. Obviously, an early game still, but definitely a kind of title six pointer. But 
to me, I do think that they're kind of a solid third right now. Um, I just don't, I don't see them creating as many chances as Arsenal and Manchester City are doing. They're pulling out wins and, and beating, uh, you know, teams that they should be beating. Um, but I don't, I don't see them dominating games uh, in the way that kind of the other teams that they're competing with are. Um, I, 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 obviously, De Gea is a great goalkeeper. Keeping a hold of him for this year is going to be great. Who knows what happens with him next year. But I think that this may be controversial. This may be not even controversial at this point. But Wayne Rooney is really kind of, uh, in my opinion, holding them back a little bit. He's not looking like the Wayne he once was. And there's kind of a lot of players that Manchester United have that can play in the forward positions. And obviously Martial has had a great start. And Memphis Depay has kind of been start and stop, but I think he's a good player. But I think if there's one player that kind of doesn't fit right now, it's Wayne Rooney. And if they want to be a title contender, I think that's the main thing they got to figure out. You know, if Wayne Rooney is a 10-goal-a-season guy at this point, then I think they're an also-ran. If he's a 20-goal guy this year, then maybe so. So, if you know, if they can turn him around – I think they're they're dangerous. I think their key player is Morgan Schneiderlin. I think that Bastian Steinsteiger and Depay and all these additions were great, but if you're talking about, you know, Schweinsteiger maybe on the tail end of his career, Depay obviously on the beginning of his career, but Schneiderlin, you have someone who's really right in the peak of his career and really playing well for the past several seasons. I think the Southampton wave of the past two years everybody was shocked that they could keep it together after selling uh, you know two years ago a lot of their players they were able to keep it together last year and i think a big reason for that was morgan schneiderlin sticking around i think he's just maybe the best defensive midfielder in the league um so i think he's a crucial player for them um obviously their defense has to stay healthy that's been a trouble the tricky thing for them so far but i think to really go from a good team to a title challenger. They've got to figure out what to do with Wayne Rooney, whether it's change it tactically so he's contributing more or if it's changing the team sheet and putting him on the bench for a while. I don't know, but I don't know. That may be sacrilege in, in Salford. In, in well, the well, well no, Ryan, I, I want to go back actually to uh, some conversations that we had on the show uh, with, with the lads from the full-time Devils, uh, Gaz, Gaz and Adam on on this very program and I actually want to make a, another sporting comparison uh the other night I'm down here in Southern California had a great experience sipping some Modelo's outside a taco truck in Koreatown and there were these Mexican guys who all had Laker hats on and they were going on this this amazing getting in this amazing argument about Kobe Bryant with the Lakers and the argument centered around the exact same principle that you just addressed with Wayne Rooney right there. One of the guys said, no man, they, they owe it to Kobe Bryant. He should, he gets to play for as long as he wants and he gets to be the starter and be the man. And the other guy said, no, the, the Lakers need to move on. Okay. Enough about the NBA. The principle at hand here is almost exactly the same. Do Manchester United, in this day and age, with what soccer has become in this ADD culture that we live in, does Manchester United, as a club, 
owe Wayne Rooney something? Is he owed a, a starting spot? Is he owed as long of a tenure as he wants? Or is he simply just a, another player who is just as expendable as anybody else? And as you said, is in many ways hindering Manchester United's ability to win the Premier League title. And maybe he should be pulled. Where do you stand on on that debate that, that goes across so many different sporting arenas of a team owing a guy who's given so much to a team? Sure. I, mean, I think there's a obviously there's kind of like an emotion based argument and Kind of a similar one has been posed to me about Manchester City with Yaya Torre. Um, that you know, it, you know, is it time to cash in? He's he's peaked. I mean, I, he's he's still a great player, but I think his best playing days are probably in his rearview mirror. So that's the eternal question: Do you cash in while you can still get forty million for him, or do you owe him that more? You know, that much more because he was so important to your team. I think. Last year was a great example of this with Steven Gerrard. I mean, it really kind of handcuffed Brendan Rodgers' team selection because if you know, if if the Liverpool fans pick one person out of Brendan Rodgers and Steven Gerrard, it's Gerrard. So he kind of had to play Gerrard for a while, but it's I don't think there's any argument that it didn't hold him back. I think you know playing Gerrard as much as they did. I mean. I understand the emotional attachment, and you know I think that's a question for a Manchester United fan because personally I can't stand Wayne Rooney, but um, <laughs> I think you know that that's always what you have to weigh up. You know, is is it worth maybe taking a hit um, for a, a few points in the table to kind of either be a little more ruthless with your players or kind of a little more um, accommodating with kind of your club legends. It's an interesting debate because, like I said, I've had this talk with Manchester City players from time to time. And personally, you know, just because I've had attachments to these players, you know, I I think they kind of deserve more. And I'm willing to kind of take a couple points, hits, you know, in the table to do that. I I was bummed that Carlos Tevez was leaving. He was like my hero, even though it was like so clearly the end of the road for us, you know, the team and him, you know, but that that comes down to the fan base. And I think there's an interesting argument to be made that, okay, let's say you try to sell Wayne Rooney right now. Maybe you can get 15 million from him or whatever. Maybe that's a financially sound thing to do. I think even if you're just looking at finances, there's kind of an interesting argument to be made that, hey, if you kind of just cast off your club legends to the side of the road, the minute they become disposable, you know, you're kind of alienating fans who kind of deified him and he's their hero. And, you know, maybe you attract more fans by treating him well. I think a lot of Liverpool fans last year were happy to see Gerard kind of honored and still playing at the end of last season. But I think there was also some frustration, like, oh, this guy's costing us some points. So that's, that's, that's a tough question. But if they want to win the league, if it's purely, you know, a ruthless world that we're all just trying to win, then, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely worth considering pulling him. I think Martial has been much better up top so far. And if you're looking for a number 10, I mean, I think Juan Mata is a much better number 10 than Wayne Rooney, but 
I don't know. I love it. Balancing balancing ethics, public relations, and competitive capability. It is not an easy thing to do. We'll see how it all plays out with Wayne Rooney at Old Trafford this season and into the uh, near and distant futures. Hey, we've only got a couple of minutes left here with you, Ryan, so I want to run through these teams real quick and then uh, get a little word on what's going on with Howler Magazine these days. All right, I'm going to ask, give you a team and give you a place in the table at the end of the season. We're almost a quarter of the way into this Premier League campaign. So, Chelsea, title contenders, yes or no? No, I don't think so. I think... I think even already, I think the point spread is looking tough, and I, I don't see much momentum to get out of this rut. I, I think their goal right now is top four, um, and I think that's an attainable goal for sure. I think they would be favored to finish fourth still, I think. But, I mean, I think Tottenham is getting much better this year. I think Liverpool with Klopp maybe could turn things around. They have good players on that team. Um, so I think the, the race for Chelsea is for fourth. I, 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 unless there's some stunning turnaround or maybe, who knows, maybe they sign Ronaldo in January. Who knows? But <laughs> I, I, All right, I Ryan, think Ryan London, crazy, yeah. London surprise packages, Crystal Palace or West Ham, more likely to compete for a Europa League spot, Crystal Palace or West Ham? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I think... I'm going to go with Crystal Palace. I think with, with Pardew, they have a great coach. I think they made a really smart pickup this summer with Johan Kabai and, and a few other smart pickups. And I think they just have a lot of they, – they have goals in them. I think that's the biggest thing for kind of those mid-table teams. They have players who can score and who can create chances, I think, more consistently uh, than West Ham does. But who knows, maybe Payet drags West Ham along all season. <laughs> Ryan Catanese, we got under 60 seconds left here with you. Let us know uh, the latest with you and your work with Howler Magazine, that publication that we love so much. Yeah, so if you if you haven't heard of Howler, it's, it's a it's a quarterly magazine uh, about soccer, obviously, and it's very you know, design and graphics heavy. If you like beautiful things, if you like soccer, you'll definitely love Howler. We just came we're just came out with issue nine's cover. Uh, my favorite player of all time, Carlos Tevez, is on it. It's a beautiful watercolor, <laughs> and it's just going to the press now. So I think now's the time. If you want to subscribe, personally, I got my first subscription as a Christmas gift. I'm telling you, it's perfect. It's if you have a soccer fan, buddy, I think this is a, this is a great gift because it really great writing, great design, and it treats soccer the way it should be treated. Ryan Catnees of the aforementioned Howler Magazine, and you can check out his work on WorldSoccerTalk.com. Thanks for joining us, man, and best of luck enjoying that Man City Sevilla clash tomorrow. Hey, thanks for having me. Let me just say real quick, RIP Hector Bellerin. That was a tough day for him today. That was uh, He got ruthlessly just torn up by Douglas Costa. Poor guy. We are, we are taking a moment of silence as we head to break right here on the World Mike Soccer Talk Radio. We're back after this on Sports Byline. Stay tuned. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 
and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. So I love I open the show by telling you that you need to check out one of the best saves that I've ever seen, or at least one of the best in in recent memory from Mr. Neuer himself. Well, Arsenal just finished up a 2-0 win over Bayern Munich at home in the Champions League. And the first goal was scored on an absolute howler. You like that, Howler Magazine, folks? From who else? Manuel Neuer. So there you go. The World Soccer Talk Radio jinx in full effect. We'll do it live right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thank you so much for making this show a part of your daily plans. Hope you enjoyed this one. Huge thank you to Ryan Katniss of Howler Magazine and WorldSoccerTalk.com. Thanks to the producers back in San Francisco at Sports Byline Headquarters, Mr. Dom Jimenez and Senor Scott Cuddy and the gaffer Chris Harris. For all of those fantastic folks, my name is Nate Abarea. I will talk to you manana. Bye for now. World Soccer Talk Radio signing off.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.